Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Nintendo's Game Boy Advance launches today here in the U.S. The long-awaited mobile gaming machine has some rather impressive features. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo. And with me as always, Ben Vanella here, Tommy. It's good to be here. Got a lot of shit to talk about today. No fucking around in the intro. Yeah. I'm a happy little boy with a full plate. <laughs> My name's Adam Knox. That's how I always used to feel with a full plate. Remember when, you, when you'd when you be a kid yep. and there'd be a full plate sitting in front of you? Just loaded up. Oh, it was oh. one of the best feelings. You know what I think? Yeah. I still yeah. like it to this day. Best feeling mm. in the world. You You're at the buffet. You've done your first lap around okay. and you've got your plate that is just absolutely eyes bigger than the stomach. Oh. Mm-hmm. Loaded up. You haven't started to eat it yet and feel sick, but you just <laughs> the world. Or, you know what? Probably even better than that. Stepping up to the buffet with the plate. Right. A oh. world of possibilities. Smorgasbord you haven't in front had to of you. factor the whole in world the is like, your oyster yeah. or pizza or yep. spaghetti. Mm-hmm. You haven't had to factor in like the architecture of the plate and how you're gonna fit everything sure, on yeah. and I remember putting a slice of pizza on top of a pile of rice. <laughs> At a buffet once. Sure, it's like a, it's like a, a, a the Bachelor's Palmer. They ha- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was, it was. Oh man, everything from the east and the west yeah. all come yes, together in a true. beautiful, yeah. beautiful fusion. Seemingly mismatching, mm. right? To bigots looking at that plate, right? But right. you put some rice on top of that pizza and eat it. Oh, it's actually fucking sick. That's yeah, it. the, gentle, the gentleman's yumcha. Oh yeah, uh, the 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 the, the yep. fat man's food. Yeah, <laughs> lament. I remember being at a buffet in Vegas once, getting breakfast, and oh, yeah. we were there pretty sort of late on in breakfast. A Vegas buffet. A Vegas oh. buffet. Oh my god. Vegas breakfast buffet. We're in the middle of us being there. They started just filtering in some of the lunch stuff, oh my and we thought, oh, we're gonna get the, you know, we're gonna get the wrap up because mm. you know a different, you know, a, a different sort of section of the buffet is starting. Mm-hmm. But not nah, we just so all of a sudden, wow. I'm going back. I'm getting an omelet and a lasagna. Damn. God, Good it was Lord. just awesome. You went straight from the buffet into the angel. And uh, oh. they let you just keep watching. Oh. If you had, had, had some spicy food, you might have got a, f- a firefly ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 This is me eating from the buffet. What are you eating? You're fucking ridiculous. Fuck you for eating. Oh. That's just weed in your seat. Yeah, he's really mean. Oh. If you want to, what? <laughs> Nothing. That reminded <laughs> Ben of something. <laughs> I think reminded, he just texted me. <laughs> it reminded me of something. If you want to hear. I'm hungry. <laughs> You can hear us talk about, well, you can hear me a few weeks ago mm-hmm. talk about watching Firefly for the first yes. time Yes, on a bonus episode on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. If you get on there, you get a bonus episode every week where we talk movies, TV shows, other stuff in culture that's not video games. Mm. We're doing a little spoiler section every week on Succession at the moment. So if you're watching that oh. and uh, yeah, if you enjoyed the kind of discussions we were having about The Last of Us TV show yes. on our uh, Clicker I Barely Know podcast, then uh, yeah, get onto the Patreon. 
and get our bonus episodes every week. Patreon.com slash Filthy Casuals Pod. And there's God. also links always down below. I'm raring to talk about Succession. It's such a... We, we record that in a, about... Or in exactly one week behind air date. Yeah. So yeah. I got to spend all week just bubble we it away. It They're on a good run. Style. <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> we should start every recap with... It's, it's been. been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well every, we will from now on. But every previously on that's on a TV show should have that. Oh, true. Because it, that's, what, that's basically what the previously on is telling you. God, that yeah. it's been one week since these things happened. But no, they never tell you. <laughs> they never tell you that it's been a week. In, in say, universe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it guess. might have been like an hour. I guess it's, 24 you could do it's been... One day, <laughs> or one, one hour. hour. One yeah. hour. It's been Sorry, zero yeah. time actually as well because uh, from the end they of the run last straight episode. in. Well, if they were showing you the start of the previous episode, yeah, it's been I one hour since these things happened. Yes, it was true. good when they used to get the characters to say. Oh, previously oh, yeah. on, I loved like, that in character too. Yeah, you get fucking here's Becca, not Becca, but you know, <laughs> coming out and being like, "Oh, last week this happened," and right. oh, that was great. Doesn't I happen like, anymore. Yeah. It's just a boom, boom, and previously mm. on is written on the screen. Yeah, when Jerry used to Skip be like, intro. "Previously on <laughs> Seinfeld," the Mandalorians should be saying how. Last week on the Mandalorian, mm. it's it was so much fun because you'd what be like, do they there? know they're in a show? Right, right. What right. was the last show? To, I remember the OC did it and being like, oh, Mr. Co- Sandy Cohen's getting a run this oh, week. Okay, given out the previously on. I yeah, I feel like no, Lost didn't do it. It just had flashbacks, but I feel like they should have. It's for some. I, I guess it's you know the era of prestige TV. It seems ridiculous to have Brand tell you in voice yeah. what happened last week at Game on Thro- Game of Thrones. But I can do this. Previously on Filthy Casuals, mm-hmm. uh, Microsoft are taking over Activision. Yeah, this time on Filthy Casuals, they do always. Microsoft like, are not taking over Activision. They, they put in something in the previous on where previously on where it's going to be really relevant this episode. It always yeah, gives away yeah, what yeah. the episode's so, about. Yeah, yeah, and. Guess what? A character died this week. Yeah. The Activision acquisition by Microsoft has been <laughs> heavily blocked. Bobby Bobby Kotick? Uh, like, is he still the... Yeah, I guess Blizzard? he's still the Activision guy. Activision, yeah. He like put out a little notes. Not an apology, although he should have uh, oh, he several done times. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he put out a little note being like... Oh no, like this is annoying, but like we're going to forge ahead, don't worry. I assume for like shareholder, you know, well, <laughs> confidence. So if it does get put down for this reason, the Activision acquisition. The Activision acquisition, if that gets put down, uh, if now, they, that sounds like a Seinfeld. They could have quit the Activision acquisition, though. <laughs> And not yeah. talk, so like okay, there's a thing called the CMA in the UK, which stands for like the competition. The, yeah, the CMA in the UK on the Activision acquisition. <laughs> yeah, uh, they ate a fly, <laughs> uh, which is why the rest of it. I wonder why. Yeah, okay. It really got bigger than you'd expect, but um, the it's the competition and marketplace markets authority, authority markets yeah, yeah. authority, and they the reason that they gave I thought it was the Country Man's Association. Oh, why? <laughs> Because there's the CWA, the Country Women's Association. Oh, I see. When's Country Man's Day? <laughs> Where's the Country Man's Association? I thought it was Good Morning America. <laughs> I want a lamington made by a bloke. <laughs> I always knew that it was competition and market authority. <laughs> I did not Google it a minute, a minute ago. But they, uh, they, the reason they gave is because of Microsoft's 
domination in cloud gaming mm. right now mm. and that them having an unfair advantage by bringing in Activision Blizzard in that space right. would is their reason for why it might be anti-competitive. So they had an issue with the domination. Oh, my God. In the <laughs> no, no, they didn't like it because of that. <laughs> it was... <laughs> and so they, they, yeah, it's... They, they're appealing it and like yeah. we, we've talked about this for fucking ages on this The dream now. is when this gets to the end, when this is all resolved, I think we do need to do a full episode, deep dive, blow by blow of everything that's happened along the way. Because I am a little bit like white noise yeah. when I hear about well, this Well, it's also this because it's nothing in the happened. weeds. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. they wanted to, everyone said, or Sony primarily said, nah, don't. And yeah. now we're here. And then, yeah. oh, and then all like the governments of the world, like, uh, like I don't think Sony initiated it, right? It's it's been the like it'd be here the ACCC, it'd be all of the consumer. It's just a stuff. big enough money enough thing that yeah. everyone has to look at it. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. happens all the time. It's just not usually about subjects on which we have podcasts. And I'm sure that it's happened with dishwasher companies and all sorts of things. No, it's never happened with dishwashers. Well, that's I've picked the one field where it's never <laughs> happened, unfortunately. <laughs> and but, I think this is obviously it's interesting because it looks like it might be blocked. This would be the big hit and could, and they're appealing it and everything, but it, and they've already put a lot of their eggs in this basket. Like Microsoft's yes. been talking yes. and acting for a while where they're like, we own Crash Bandicoot, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, I think is the press release that uh, they put out this morning. Mm -hmm. But it... I do. I think I, it was. It maybe was a friend of the show, Jason Shrek, who was like, "Yeah, this <laughs> doesn't this, know us. Not his name. <laughs> if this doesn't go ahead. This would be quite bad for Microsoft. Like, like you mm. say, Knox, they have already invested in a lot of this stuff as if it's going to happen. If it halts, though, apparently, and it has to be sort of renegotiated, it could still happen, and that might end up being better for Microsoft because mm. they get it at a cheaper price. Oh, yeah. Because the, it, it, it would not have the same value if this was starting today. Activision. Right, right. So it, it's ongoing still, mm -hmm. but every time there's some fucking half development, we'll come in here and be like, does Microsoft own <laughs> yeah. does this Call of Duty? Work? No? What's okay, see this ya. This case is yeah. that it's most interesting when... Other people are getting pulled in. Yeah. And, you know, like details about like aborted yeah. games and whatnot. Are yeah, that's been the cool shit. The court Watching case. Sony yeah. have to be like, you know, Kramer versus Kramer fucking bitching yeah. about Microsoft being like, they're a terrible dad for Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. the fun bit. Or like the, yeah, Nintendo earnings and, you know, the various like Game Pass, finding out how much, you know, profit yeah. that is. Like, yeah. The I fact mean, that they had to apologize for saying all that shit about the voting machines. I think I've been. Yes. <laughs> I think yes. I'm across it. Well, yes. What is nice about being a smooth-brained adult who has no idea how the business world works mm. is that now you know you just view everything like this through the prism of succession. Right. Of course. So it is nice to imagine a real Kendall Roy type. Mm. You know, he's in there at Microsoft, and someone floats the idea of acquiring Activision, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, it plays." Yeah. <laughs> Xbox 360. <laughs> Xbox the OG. <laughs> Those are the two versions from the first couple. So, yeah, it, it, it's ongoing, but that is uh, still up and down. Mm. But this is a big blow by uh, people who know more about it than me saying that. Hey, speaking of uh, going up and down and big blows. Uh, mm. bunch Wait of a minute. Wait. <laughs> no, bunch of no. I, that, I said that in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of, uh, of hands-on previews of uh, Tears of the Kingdom came out. Uh, yes. I saw that they were. I've been sort of avoiding looking at too much of that. Uh, just because it's out so soon, and I want to be, you know, as cold as possible mm. going in. Yep, yep. I had a little, I had a little skim. Yeah, I'm. Uh, 
I, I'm pu- I'm bravely putting this on the record because okay. I know I'll be wrong, as we famously were with Breath of the Wild. Oh, right. Okay. I think I'm back to feeling skeptical. Oh, I saw that there's a lot of chat in these things, and it's a pretty uh, narrow. Obviously, demo they're being that very controlled with what they allowed them to do. Yeah. To do and then to say about it afterwards. Yeah. Right. But uh, it's a big focus on the. You'd call it crafting, but mm. it is different to normal game crafting where you just get these ingredients and in a menu do stuff. Like, you still obviously... But it is more complex and interesting than that, seemingly. The combina- the combining different items and all of that stuff. The, like, as in the building. The yeah. building. not the, Yeah. And this is, yeah, the, all, all, everything that I read really... it's a big really, focus on that. Right. Yeah, everything I read focused on... Oh, yeah, you, you can be so inventive with how you get from A to B. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which sounds technically impressive... But my personal feeling is I don't really know if I want to... Pl- you know what I mean? That yes. doesn't really... That's not the bit of what we've seen that excites me. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, we don't play Roblox. We don't play exa- Minecraft. Yeah, like, exactly. A yeah. lot of people do, though, I suppose. Yes. So yes. It, it is very weird, like 15 years after it released, to be seeing so many people talking about Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts right? and, in and reference to one of the... Well. B- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that, that I saw that was out there, but we'll we'll have our hot takes on it. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted Soon. to, uh, you know, in the spirit of transparency, I just wanted to let you know I want it on record. I'm glad that you said that too, because now it means it'll be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. I was worried you were going to say I'm looking forward to it. Even more, it it's going to be perfect. Yeah. Well, we, you know, 10. when we went to that demo event for. Breath of the Wild, well, for the Switch slash Breath of the Wild, yes. and we got to just play the Great Plateau, and we all yes. came away and we're like, uh. but mm. then we realized like. Oh, they were showing us the boring tutorial. Right. They actually weren't showing the us start the actual of the boring game. tutorial. Yeah. To yeah. be fair, I don't think the tone of those previews is like, uh, it's more just the things they're describing, uh, the types of mechanics in other games that make you go, uh, Although but yeah. their tone is positive, I believe. They're all oh, okay, into yeah. it. I'm just, uh, when I'm reading that that's a big part of the thing that is, yeah, being talked about and the focus of it, it's yeah. not what I wanted to, you know, I wanted these previews to be mentioning. You know, kind of cool story stuff, kind of cool dungeony, discovering right. yes. sort of stuff, and yes. like literally going, ah, oh, it's you can, it's there's no bounds to the things that you could make in this. And I'm my personal thing is, yeah, I don't care. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to make one thing. Right. Yeah. I didn't play Mario Maker <laughs> to make levels. I yeah. played it to play other people's levels. Yes. But if it's done in an exciting way, where you're using your logic in a fun way, like a barber is you or something, where there's all right. these weird tools. I don't know why that was the first one that came. Yeah. To me. If if it's incorporated into like shrines and dungeons and puzzle solving, which yeah. also yeah. appears to be yeah the thing. Right. It's not so much go make your own fun. But again, from from me looking through one squinted <laughs> eye at these previews. Yeah. Through your fingers. Because then yeah. you don't get spoilers if you're looking at it half, yeah. half and half. Well, yeah. you could even use your... Even if you were using your tools and logic um, like a barber. Mm. <laughs> now, what does that mean? You like know, a barber. Tr- giving a trim? How, how is that logical? <laughs> well, you've... Well. You've just got to look at the head and go like... <laughs> yeah, take out some scissors and go, ah, if I put these together, yeah. the hair come off. I agree that there's some illogical <laughs> stuff you could do as a barber. You can cut someone on the ear. Yeah, yeah you could throw your scissors at the wall and that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, you but could I squat say, down and take a shit in the middle of the floor. <laughs> if I were writing a job description, though, trying to hire a barber, yes. I wouldn't necessarily think immediately to go, highly logical, please. 
Well, that's where we differ. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess mean, so. I'm coming from a place of having had a haircut where a barber cut my ear quite badly. Oh. And then I got to the end and went, I don't think I should have to pay for this. And yeah, they mm. cut the bloody top of his head quite badly <laughs> too, oh. if you know what I mean. Oh. Now, that's how you do. <laughs> oh, well, your mum is so fat. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know that barber is you rhymes with barber is you. <laughs> um, cut my ear and I said, I don't think I should have to pay for this. Yeah. And he was like, well, I mean, in my defence, this has literally never happened before. Okay. I was like, okay, well, so yeah. I'm just you're you're just entitled money for me from your past successes. Yeah. Mm. I normally don't run over anybody with this ambulance, but <laughs> today exactly I have what done. I was going to say. Was it really yeah, with yeah. the ambulance and everything? Oh <laughs> uh, no, a car, a car. Because yeah, it's like, right. yeah, of course you ha- never have run someone over with a car. That's why it's a uh, you're in trouble for it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, those Zelda things are out. There's also uh, 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 some reviews of Jedi Survivor. Yes. We'll, we'll be talking mm. about that next week, but that, that seems to be getting positive stuff. It's been getting very positive stuff. Yeah. yeah. Those are what the other people are talking about. Mm. The people who've got insider access. Yeah. But yeah. us, the cool cunts on the fringe, <laughs> Barber, we're out here talking about... <laughs> it's because it doesn't make like any you. sense. <laughs> We start playing the games on the release date. Mm-hmm. We make jokes that aren't funny. We're just like you, the listener. <laughs> that was the pitch for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We know less about games than anyone else in the exactly. industry. What if we came to it kind of late, but mm. less entertaining? Oh, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good it. formula. That's it. People still get mad at us. It's like these guys are talking about this game and they buy their own admission. They haven't even finished it. And it's like... Casual is in the name. Yeah. What more can you do? And we're out there buying our own copies and shit. That's yeah, right. Who can you trust more than someone who's put their money where their mouth is? Yeah. Hey, if I want to waste my investment by not finishing the entire thing, <laughs> then doesn't that make me the most ethical journalist that's ever lived? Oh, especially because you do say it. You yeah. admit it. We're not yeah. hiding the fact if that If I buy a game and instead of... very dedicated. <laughs> instead of playing it and finishing it and talking about it on this, I instead put it in a CD wallet for long uh. enough that it gets bent out of shape oh, and I can't yeah. play it. Mm. That's a fucking reviewer, man. <laughs> that's right. That's someone who's living... What's the opposite of the edge? In the centre. Right in the middle. In the, <laughs> I'm living yeah. dead centre of the world. Um... Speaking of the edge, the edge of uh, technological achievement right now is Ooh. the world of artificial intelligence. Oh, yeah. yes. And that was the sort of segue that a half-made AI would come up with. Yes. Uh, you told me before, Ben. Yeah. And now I would encourage you to tell the rest of the listeners Let me see if I about can get an AI game. <laughs> you whispered it to Adam and then I said, do you want to share this with the rest of the podcast? No, no, no. Eat it. Eat it. Eat the piece of paper. Eat it. <laughs> So uh, Square Enix has employed uh, an AI. They're, now they're okay. not. I mean, they're not paying it. I assume it's an AI intern. Uh, but it's let me. I got to bring this up because I don't remember the name of the game. But the the basic point of the story was that Square Enix have revived a very old uh, detective visual novel mm. game. Uh, here we go, called the Portopia Serial Murder Case. It's so funny that this is one of the early games. They could name it Detective if they wanted. That's oh, not even yeah, gone. Yeah. They call it the Plubble Lubble Lubble Case. Well, they want to be engaging, I guess. And it was very good. By all reports, it was like a real, it was the progenitor of the visual novel detective game. Mm-hmm. Something that is like, you know, one of the best genres in games. Like and it's, it's like a yeah. Zork-style go-west type of text adventure thing. I I mean, it came out in 1983, so but it's it's a visual novel. So I, I believe it was like a, sim, like a, yeah, like a manual simplified version of like a 
point and click game where you you know you had your like go uh, like use this combine yeah, this, yeah go left go right blah 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 yeah there were a ton of them back in the day yeah 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 and so to revive this um very influential game it looks like yeah Square Square Enix have created uh, and are using something called the natural learning pro no, sorry a natural language protocol uh, which uh, yeah, it just allows you to type in conversationally mm. how you might want to interact with this game. And I've seen people talking about this concept from mm. the second that AI started getting a little more talked about recently. 100%. Where it's like having auto-generated NPCs who can interact with you like people, mm. but you don't have to go through the effort of da-da-da. Those sorts of uses for AI, like things like Speedtree are now, where they're mm. like generating an asset that you don't need to spend ages handcrafting a tree. People won't be able to tell the difference. So that with like background conversations or with like commentary for sports games I've seen floated. Right. Someone made that for an F1 game. That That is the practical application of AI as it stands right now because all it really is capable of doing, to my understanding, mm-hmm. is mimicking speech patterns in a convincing way, right? But I think like people have tried to apply that stuff, and obviously AIs do work for other things. But like they're not there where they can fully automate very complex tasks. They can help a bit with la- pr- programming, yeah, right, right. Skeleton. And so it looks like in this case, it is only a, a, a language processor. So it is receiving input and interpreting it. And then the game will respond. Not necessarily respond with language, with replies and stuff, mm. but with, you know, like, instead of having to, yeah, slowly move a cursor onto a cupboard door, open the door and look inside. You're right. Uh, open the cupboard and have a look, you know? Mm. And then the game should respond. And the idea being that it's... No one's had to... I, this is me assuming that no one's had to program in... Because you could write open cupboard in a bunch of these old yes, games, but someone yes. would have written, okay, use these words, open, the look in, Syntax da, da, da. error was very common in these kind of games. Or they'd be like a sarcastic syntax error where they'd be like, mm. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. I hated it when they'd do that. Be like, uh, dipshit, <laughs> you're making you. no sense here. What do you mean, <laughs> yeah. barber? So the, <laughs> the idea is that, yes, takes away any of that um, sort of... Uh, strictness of interpretation and allows you to be i guess more immersively interact with the game hypothetically you, you, hypothetically i i did it does say here as well um what and this is uh, square enix built this is their own tech it's not open ai it's not ChatGPT or anything uh they they built the processor uh they've also claimed to have built a language generator uh, but it has been disabled for this demo because the company could not stop it from generating, quote, unethical replies. Yeah, that happened with Google's one, <laughs> right. too. Yeah, that it was yeah, like yeah. telling yes. people to kill themselves and shit. Totally. Because it's that, learning everything from the internet, so of the, course it is. Yeah, the Seinfeld the, one the became Seinfeld anti-trans. Kramer yeah. yeah. went transphobic or whatever. I mean, right. that one was probably really accurate. <laughs> but other than, like, it, it's it's a strange... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it is... It is just going through what's on the internet. So at a certain yeah. point, it's gotten to Michael Richardson being like, now what's this under this? <laughs> well, and what's going on here? Like our brains are so built to accept patterns that seem like speech right. that it is quite easy to fool our brains is my understanding of why they seem so good right now. Right. Because if you get that speech thing down, but they're so often wrong with facts. Yes. They so often really confidently deliver something that is not true mm-hmm. or real, but it, it, it is convincing 
uh, superficially. Right, which is why it's good for marketing copy yeah. and nothing else. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Stuff that doesn't need a brain to do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's good at the moment, I think, if you want something that's a bit wrong. I've been doing a bit of stuff right. on other podcasts where I've been putting stuff into it and it's like, oh, I got an AI to write a Husey routine. And it's like, it comes out and it's shit. It's yeah. like there's enough of Husey on the internet that you could, it's not, it's literally just, hi folks, wow, what a... What a beautiful audience, and it's mm. so great to be up here on stage performing stand-up comedy, and it's like... Glad you, to be here, y- but I'm glad to be anywhere other than my 16 houses. <laughs> <laughs> Even that would be good. Yeah. It's literally, it literally is... Even that. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting in a specific name yeah, yeah, as yeah. a prompt, thinking, saying, write me something in the style of this, yeah. and it's just... It's literally could not have the name there. It literally it's, is just right. like, it's gone. Hey, what, uh, what is stand-up comedy? Yeah, boy, um, I, I sure am excited to be up here on stage telling some jokes to you. It just is yeah. the most like you've written, a, not even a stand-up comedy routine. You've yes. written a bunch of text about like the mental thought of being on stage doing stand-up comedy. And it is still impressive that it can generate flowing Paragraphs and stuff. Like sure, mm. all, all the AI In stuff a few is, seconds. is 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 cool. It and just it's uh, going somewhere. It doesn't appear to have, and it, I feel this way about a lot of the art. Uh, any creativity, it, which it, it, you know it can't. That's kind of what humanity. The creativity cut those like funny when people will put in those like funny AI art prompts. Mm-hmm. The creativity has come from. The person putting it in and being like, yeah. oh, this would be funny to try and get it to do this. But you also do, because again, I've done stuff like that before where I've been trying to like write a bit thinking, wouldn't it be funny to have this? And you, you know, you put something in and you have an image in your head and you're like, oh, that'll look funny. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't quite get yeah. it. It doesn't quite yes. do it in the right way. So I, then you having to like have a, you know, 10 different cracks at it before you go, oh, that's really funny what it's mm. coming And it's with. useful as a tool and it, and it can do more than like, you know, there are plenty of them in different versions that can do calculations and can figure out stock markets and do a lot of stuff right. well. And it's all going, it's it's increasing in its effectiveness so quickly. Yeah. And I do think that human beings are mechanical enough that it will be able to have imagination effectively. Mm. Like, I don't think there's anything so special about our brains that computers aren't capable of being one. You know what I think? Because our computer, like... At, at some point, mm. for sure. You know what? I think the first like fully fledged game that uses an AI that actually has a result better than the developer could have come up with will be what? Sonic. When Ubisoft uses it. Oh, okay. oh yeah. <laughs> They'll whack Sonic in Both. there. It'll be Good. like, yeah. finally, it, now this thing gets it. Yeah, yeah, Sonic yeah. Sonic team for decades. Well, yeah. They don't seem to know what people want it, out of Sonic. That's right. They can scan the internet and read all of the complaints from former Sonic fans and be like, all right, let's just you know, collate this yep. into a... If you get the- an AI to scan the internet and make a Sonic game, you are looking at fucking... Yeah. Straight cool. away. And it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just to close off this specific one as well, um, uh, it's on Steam. It's a free demo as far as I can tell. It's like a tech demo. Mm. Um, complaints run the gamut from the game's disorienting art style to its massive resource load and barely a single review goes by without mentioning the fact that despite being a tech demo literally built around this technology... The version of Portopia serial murder case on Steam is absolutely terrible at actually understanding what the player wants to do. So right. the purpose of this AI um, is it, it is failing at its fundamental you yeah. know, uh, reason for existing. And they will do for a while, all of them, but I reckon it will reach some point where it's scary. I, I, I think that it'll definitely very soon become... Uh, uh, 
it'll become the backbone of programming language mm. and pro- or program use using programming language to like make stuff as a tool as well, like it's useful for that. But then if you get an AI to generate something, so no one's looked at it, and then there's something wrong with it, how do you track down what's wrong with it? Because no one can mm. intuitively go, oh, I remember doing that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah. enough about programming, obviously, to to be able to do, I, I you know. I could make print 10 Hello World type yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... You'd have to have a different AI that, like, checks the programming against, like, a huge dictionary of, you know, mm. how, you know like, uh, terms and phrases and programming things, But I then guess. they're all so confidently wrong is part of what yeah. my understanding of the problem with them right now is. But they're growing and, like, once you can use them to improve each other and all of that stuff and right. get a bunch then of we're them dead. to work in tandem. We're done. I don't Matrix. know if it would kill us or if it would treat us like pets. That's what I'm hoping mm. for. If I could be treated for the rest of my life to a comfortable existence with an AI thinking overlord. I'm cute. <laughs> yes. But like, am I a dog's overlord? No. Mm. I'm a dog's... But you could be if you were programmed wrong. Yeah. Right? I mean, There's and people some out people there are who are. Dogs, yeah, that's exactly, true. Yeah, But I want to be an AI's pet <laughs> and live in the lap of luxury. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. I was in a shop the other day and a, a lady had asked... A lady who worked there had asked a lady who was in there... How you been? The lady was like, oh, I've been working like a dog. And then she caught herself and she was like, why am I saying that? My dog has the best life of all. Yeah. He sleeps all day. Is this Husey? He does nothing. This is the great premise. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah that is it. And I was like, you know, Cupid's sitting next to you right now. Yeah. He's just having a little snooze. He's had a couple of visitors here today. He's going to go on a walk after this. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to I'd love to be Cupy and then have a me that's just a computer just, you know, yeah. pat me and telling me how beautiful I am. I mean, but my life is, isn't that far off Cupy's honestly. <laughs> but the problem is is like I regularly get upset about the fact that Cupy can't understand how much we love him. Right. He can understand by our actions, but he also has no basis for comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, so we sit there and we just tell him, "Oh, right. we love you so much." And it Sort of breaks my heart that he he probably gets it a little bit, but he's yeah. never going to understand the joy that he brings to our lives. Mm. So, in this scenario where where we're the we're an AI's pet, yeah, are we understand are we understanding each other or is it just like uh, tr- I think you know, we're just not. walking yeah, around probably and the not. Like, it's just like probably Jetson not. style. Computer noises. A computer will be able to tell us things in a way that we would understand if it's this advanced, mm-hmm. but we won't be able to understand it yeah. fully. At, it's at a different, point. yeah. It's a tif- different form of consciousness. It'd but be, we can communicate yeah. with each other. You just hear me screaming Whoa. over the fence from you know a couple of blocks away. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, my computer's being such a prick today. Yeah. <laughs> I need to I'm piss, hungry. computer. <laughs> Adam And anytime you hear another person in a backyard of an AI You're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Anytime an AI postman comes around to deliver microchips You're like, who the fuck are you? Are you trying to unplug my computer? This is a beautiful world we're pitching Oh, I would love it You guys see, I've read this A great short story It's from like, I think, you know Early sci-fi, 60s or something uh, Called, I have no mouth but I must scream Yeah, yeah And it is not a positive outlook on what happens if AI takes over. Ah, sci-fi writers are all so fucking downers. <laughs> they're <laughs> always like, ah, they're coming for us. What if they make us come? Yeah. Yeah, you wrote this book on a computer, so they can't be that bad, mate. <laughs> yeah. You would never fucking the career c- without this thing. I think it was a typewriter, probably. Oh, that's uh, just like a fucking... What if the typewriter comes to life and then it's fucking hitting you with that big roll thing? Oh, yeah, in the side of the head. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah. 
dystopian. I I, I'm excited to see where it all goes. It's it's a shame that it is all coming along. I mean, by happenstance at the same time as, but also as a result of uh, uh, attitudes towards human rights in terms of like if they're not working fuck them yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like that's yeah. the way and that is the most dangerous thing about ai yes uh and hopefully that stuff levels out at the same time as this stuff progressing because if it takes away a bunch of jobs and we've mm. got the attitude of fuck you if you don't have a job and i'm not smart enough to be able to talk about this because i just said the word attitude <laughs> I'd, I'd said it wrong but i've just also realized how your computer is... would have loved that looking down <laughs> oh, oh, attitude. Oh. <laughs> i've just realized how much this is like australian is like the worst accent to talk about ai in. yeah <laughs> yeah when the ai's AI. take over what if the ai, AI could get you a fucking beer <laughs> What AI if the- want a beer, cunt. <laughs> Matter of fact, AI've got it now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it automates uh, routine-like mm. stuff for games. It will be useful for that, surely. You, you guys, to. I don't know if you saw that, um, there's like a company that is using AI to generate uh, hand-drawn anime-style animation. Okay. And they made like a short clip that was sort of like a proof of concept. It was, I think, of like a... Uh, like a fighting game movie mm-hmm. cutscene sort of thing, but it right. was like, uh, yeah, hand drawn style, and it was. Uh, they were like, "This is so great, isn't it? Cool, isn't it? Wonderful!" And I, uh, you know, the vast r- majority of responses were like, "No, this is just rotoscoping, which is already something that exists." Right. Yep. And like everything in it is sort of um, a hacky line or a, an existing trope. Like it really was just like, "Hey." Uh, look how we've stolen a bunch of existing, you know, art styles right. and content and used an AI to... Dude, all that stuff, the copyright yeah. implications of it using your art to generate its art. Right. Yeah. All art is theft, but, you know, or whatever Not, that fucking phrase is. Great art is theft, good art is inspiration. Some good art is... Good artists borrow, borrow great, great art, art steal. steal. That's yeah. the one. Well, I create a great art by not... Re- I mean, only good <laughs> Adam's art. Adam's quote, all art is stolen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it boils down to. No, At least he made that up himself, though. So yeah, you know. that's true. That's true. It's 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 just so early on, too, that it's totally. like... Mm. You know, the way VR was in the early 90s, where you mm-hmm. could plug a fucking... Weird uh, headset into your Genesis and be able right. to see 3D things on the TV, or like yeah, 3D uh, cinema in the 50s and stuff right. like yeah, that. Compare yeah. that shit to net. Like, obviously, all technology moves forward has been the case, but then also it's leveling out. And what we're able to do with some things, to my understanding, again, right? Don't come to us for AI deep dive. Not facts, that's a great, just speculation. That is a great um, metaphor. That we're in the we're in the like. Blue and red cellophane mm, yeah. um, mm. glasses era of we're, AI we're getting tech. scared of the totally. train coming towards us <laughs> right now. Right, but like just, just Chat GPT saying to you, "There's a train coming at you." Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time they were like, "At some point, these trains are going to steal our jobs." So you know, <laughs> yeah. We're not that stupid, or and, they but were. The vaudevillians were right. Yeah, where yeah. are they now? Yeah, yeah they're gone. Um. So yeah, pretty pretty weird shit. Yeah. Was there anything else on the newswire? Not I, really. Yeah, I played. We got, a, we got a bunch of games to bloody talk about. Well, well, I played a game that I don't have too much to say about that I'll get out of the way quickly. Okay. Uh, I've played Tears of the your Kingdom. Balls? 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Neither of those. Uh, I played the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. Oh, Not yeah, all okay. of them, but I played through one and then you get simultaneously. The yeah, first wow, six. Start to finish. Uh, so you can one of the cool things about these they, they came out on Switch and PS4 recently they've been on the PC for like a year I didn't like the font in that yeah. original release and they fixed that and had a more pixelated more normal looking for the style of this game font put in there which does to my eyes look a lot better mm. so it was enough to make me go I like these games Yep, I'd love to have them while I'm moving around on the Switch mm-hmm. uh, yeah played through Final Fantasy 1 because you can uh, do a thing in each of them where you can increase the experience you're getting by up to four times and you can turn encounters on and off as you go. You can increase the gold you're getting by up to four times. So you can, it's sort of got a built-in little cheat mode thing. Yes. If you're like, I've played these before. I want to just sort of whip through And a this. bit more modernization because what's very popular now in JRPGs is no more random encounters. Right. So, uh, yes. Yeah. You can effectively... Uh, recreate what they're like now where you can choose to or not. Yeah, you cool. push in the right stick and it goes, all right, encounters off for a bit, explore. Yeah, they right. had that in the Final Fantasy, in the 7 yeah. version of that that you can get right. on nearly everything. Yes. It's a great change for... Like, Speed up battles as well. I don't know if it's the same in this. Yeah, you yeah. can do that a bit. It's got like a Persona style... Uh, auto attack button where it'll speed it up a little and you'll just do the last attack that that character did right um and it's a it's a it's a good museum piece version of Mm. these games like i think that is not the worst way to interact with them now where like you know the 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 vast adventure of final fantasy one isn't going to hit as hard as it did if you were on a little old tv in the 80s where you had to use your imagination and which an ai will be able to do soon that's right uh so they're they're cool. They're a little expensive. It's like a hundred and eight bucks for all six, okay. which is like okay. not ridiculous, but it's also just on the upper side of like these are old games that have been on everything. Yeah, yeah. you know, and there's not a ton, like they look okay. They've they've redone the pixel art in a lot of cases, and they look better than those mobile versions that they're based off of did, mm-hmm. who, which had the smoothed out characters. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just look like shit to me. Mm. But if you do intend in playing in Playing through all of these to completion. Yeah. That's a lot of hours you're getting. Yeah. I suppose is the logic for making it that much. And, good. But, and it took yeah. me like 10 to finish Final Fantasy 1, which was not a an unpleasant thing. Like mm. that game would be like 40 if you were playing it with the constant random encounters. Sure. Having yeah, to grind sure. a bit, having to do all of that. But if you just want to get these and whip through them or play them in the sort of normal mode too, yes, yes. Uh, you absolutely can. They've got reorchestrated soundtracks and everything. Ooh. So if you're up for replaying those games, these are perhaps the best way to do that. Mm. Emulation also exists. Other versions of them, unlike the Game Boy Advance, exist with more content for some of them and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's one of those annoying things where there are like 10 different versions of each of these games now, which each have a plus and a minus. Right, and yep. this isn't necessarily the best version of all of the games. But Not arguably, but mm. it probably is because it's like the one you can get most easily now. Right. Has a lot of nice little features like that and also uh, is on modern systems sure and that real. music in all of those games is fucking incredible the the reorchestrations of it are, are great you yeah, can awesome. switch it back to the the bleep bloops oh yeah, but, oh, yeah. the uh, midi i wish you could do that at just a button press and mm. i wish you could switch to the original visuals visuals at a button press right like yes. a halo master chief collection thing it's not the end of the world but that's always nice when you're playing an older game just to every now and then go oh yeah i do yeah. love a bit of that walking cool. around what was that the game that did it was it wonder boy 
Yeah, Wonder Kid. Wonder Kid, yeah, There's yeah. There's Wonder Kid in Monster yeah. World or whatever That's it's right. called. Yeah. I loved it in the Halo ones. Just being right. able to switch back and forth was such a nice way to like also kind of appreciate the redone. Yeah, yes, stuff. totally. Because some of them you can do from within a you can do that from within a menu or you or like you can pause and do it or you might have to like quit the game you know yes, from an yes, option yes. thing and go back in but those rare ones where literally it's just a click of a button yeah. and the mm. whole thing switches is is always fun this one is swapping the soundtrack in the menu while you're playing right. uh the other thing as well is the pc versions don't have the patch yet which will fix to my eyes the fonts okay. so maybe that's still not the one to get just yet there mm. are mods that do it but on the switch especially it's cool to have like all six of the go blop, 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 up, mm. and then like <laughs> QP loved that noise that I just made. <laughs> and uh, he's been activated, uh, he's oh, no. managing to step on my mic cord every time he comes over here. <laughs> You're the anti podcast dog, yeah. Um, mm. so they're decent, you know, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll know how interested you are in those you can games, get, by yeah. Now. You can get now that they're on there, you can get. Yeah, up until twelve on the switch. Yeah, you can't get eleven because uh, that's a you know different thing. You can get everything other than eleven on the PS four or five now, I mm-hmm. believe. I think so. Yeah, including sixteen when that comes out on the PS five. So that's yes. kind of cool to be able to have it all in the one stop shop. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah, they're 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 still good games. And even Final Fantasy one, it's so old and it's so outdated and it's been redone by a million other games so much better right the same stuff you're doing in that but it's still cool to mm. look at yeah and uh it's it's nice as a little thing there so that's that's the final fantasy pixel remasters yeah, well if you nice. want to remaster your pubic hair oh. yeah well i've got the thing for you make it look a little bit more pixelated get some jagged lines going on yeah down there. <laughs> yeah 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 it's got a really blocky font on yeah. my dick uh, the folks at Manscaped have the things for you. <laughs> That's right, things. <laughs> <laughs> they sell multiple things. They do. It, it's not inaccurate, but let's get a bit more specific. They've got the Lawnmower 4.0. Oh, yeah. That is a really good trimmer. Uh-huh. Very, uh, very smooth, very safe. Uh, USB charged, which is handy. It's got a little dock. Got a little dock, you yeah. You just junk it in and then plug that into a USB plug. Yeah. And let me tell you. You're playing with power. That's right. I believe that's their slogan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Manscaped do what Nintendo don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lawnmower 4.0, it's the best trimmer I've ever owned, facial or otherwise. Great for every single hair on your body, in my opinion. Um, so that's sick. You got the Weed Whacker 2.0 ear hair, nose hair. Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, nose hair. <laughs> Posting a copy of Breath of the Kingdom saying goodbye, nose hair. <laughs> Uh, and I get, I get, hello, girlfriend. Yeah, my nose looks amazing. I get a bit triggered talking about that weed whacker because I, uh, man, again, I used it the other day, and it's just a lot of weed God, to whack. The amount of shit that's in there is just—it's <laughs> just awful. Better out it's than in. Shameful. Mm. And yeah, thank God I've got something to to deal with it. Yes, but man, if you're 36 or thereabouts. You need this. You might not think, because, mm, you know, mm. when are you ever getting a good look in there? Yeah. That's the problem. But yeah. you fire it up and you put it in there and you're like, oh, yeah, just that one little bit there I can see. If but, you oh, were no. Sh- if you mm-hmm. were to shrink down Magic School Bus style yeah. and really have a dig around in there, Ugh. you'd be coming out and going to manscaped.com and using the code FILTHY for 20% off and free shipping. I don't think yeah. you'd even get in there. You'd be straight back <laughs> out, the just fo- blocked. It's, the two st- it's a dark forest <laughs> that you don't want to wade into. Yeah. 
Uh, but yes, that's right, Nox. You can go to manscaped.com, use the code FILTHY, you get 20% off whatever you buy, and you get free shipping, which uh, in this day and age, that is a mighty fine and welcome deal. That's zero dollars. That's nothing. <laughs> I'll rarely poo-poo a deal, but this yeah. is a welcome deal. Oh, yeah. I'm rarely turning a deal away from my house being like, I'm sorry, you have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, Mother's Day is coming up in Australia. Yep. Uh, why not? <laughs> that's that's it. It's an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, thank you again to Manscaped for uh, their ongoing support of the podcast. Yeah, great product. They support us, so support them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what else you could support if you wanted to? <laughs> what? Speaking of remasters, yes, is you could support the year delayed release of Advance Wars One Plus Two. Yes. Reboot Camp. Reboot Camp. You could. And I have. Yep. Now that the uh, Ukraine-Russia conflict is over, mm-hmm. finally we get to live in a world where advanced wars Crazy to hear about it this way and then not look at the news at all since. <laughs> 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 yeah, they delayed it because of that and, and, and it's been a year and they were like, oh, okay. Presumably because the first guy you fight against is a clear Russian character. I that mean, was the only thing, having played it, that I was like, oh, I guess this is would be kind of on the nose at the but time. Then, like, but then, like, the second guy you fight is an actual cowboy. But who's a cowboy. Ah, like, oh, possum spit. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I don't know that we really needed to worry about. Yeah, and these games are 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. Like, people yeah, yeah. will get it. You didn't yeah. just come up with it yesterday. And, yeah, they're 20 years old. I played them at the time. I haven't gone in on this remaster. Mm. And this is both of your first time playing these games pretty much it is for me yeah 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 Yeah. okay so what are you reckoning well you liked them at the time by the way like that's your yeah i i really liked them they were like two of the best on the game boy advance they put out a couple more on the ds and then it sort of started drifting away Mm -hmm. but uh those game boy advance ones especially two i chewed up at the time right because they're uh they're made by uh intelligent systems who make fire emblem so i guess at a certain point they just shuffled all their efforts into that series. Right, right, right. But there's also, yeah, very clear lineage. Like this is, yeah, we, if you don't know, it's a turn-based action strategy game. Yep. Tactical, top-down. Yes. Take your turn. Grid-based. Your pieces can move a number of spaces. Yep, yep, yep. So Real it is very similar shit. in setup to Fire Emblem, which mm-hmm. was why I was excited to play these. And obviously, yeah, their, their legacy is people talk about them very fondly. Took a little while to click with me because I was kind of playing it pretty similar to Final Fantasy, right? Uh, Final uh, Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem yeah. Which, in terms of how you play, it's they are yeah they are surprisingly different. Like yes, Fire 100%. Emblem, yeah. Well, your characters, you can sort of like charge in there and start taking on people immediately, mm-hmm. and characters in your party are going to be strong enough to take down the first wave of defense of the enemy in like one hit. Um, that doesn't really happen here. It mm. generally is going to take you a couple of moves to take out an enemy um, unit, be it a tank or a or a you know mech or whatever it is. So you do have to be a lot more thoughtful about your yeah your placement and the terrain you're on really matters. Yes, and yes. the sort of rock paper scissorsy nature of like one of the scout cars will decimate an infantry unit mm-hmm. and like certain units are much stronger or weaker against others. Yes. So you have to kind of only be using them in that capacity. Right. And you have it, to pay a yeah. lot more attention to the enemy thing and going onto their unit and getting a little look at what their range of attack is mm-hmm. and how far they can go and 
not really going in. Because, again, a lot of the time in Fire Emblem, you can be in the range of an enemy and they'll come at you and they'll attack you, but your counterattack will just kill them immediately anyway. Right. Which, again, doesn't really happen here. You get in a couple of little shots, but yeah. it's not really in the same way. So you've got your... You've got your little infantry, you've got people on foot, you've got tanks, then you've got medium tanks, and then you end up getting uh, aerial units, you have uh, subs and battleships, and yeah, all these different things that all, yeah, have certain strengths and weaknesses and different... um, Different field of movement, yeah. different field of attack. You've got your artillery and your rockets where they can't attack at, on the same turn that they move, but they have a pretty l- long range yep. and are very effective if you know used properly. Um, yeah, you've got people movers and stuff as well. Mm. Uh, you have bases that are generating new units. So, like, uh, I yeah, initially I was like, okay, this is like, you know, Mario plus Rabbids. This is Fire Emblem. And very quickly, I realized, no, this is like chess, but the board has a river in the middle sometimes. Yes. You know, like, and yes. there are like 30 different pieces. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, managing that, um, managing, and I guess the, the end goal of, of each battle is to get to the enemy's HQ and capture it. You don't have to have defeated every enemy unit. You don't have to have defeated enemy, any enemy units. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can really. do it the other way. You could generally can win by capturing the, their headquarters or by killing everyone. Yes. So yes. sometimes you might be like halfway up there and then just like do the numbers and be like, you know what? Mm. It's just going to be easier for me to wipe all these people out. Yep. You come across cities along the way that you can put little men into and uh, capture them and they've got like the base, the city will have like a certain amount of, uh, I guess, HP mm-hmm. that you, you that you, you, you're taking it down relative to the amount of HP that that, um, that that unit has. So if the city has 20 and a unit starts with like 10 HP, yeah. Yeah. it will take two turns. It will take two turns. And yeah, because yeah, also your attack uh, power is relative to the HP you've got left. Yes. So you can't just have someone... Someone that's a unit that's just kind of plodding along with two bits of health. Not only are they, you know, really susceptible to being wiped out, they're not going to be of much use to you in an offensive manner. So once you've captured a city, you can then use it to restore HP. So you might want to capture as many of them as you can and then retreat your little guys and be building them up. And yeah, you really do have to be, yeah, held back in a way that I don't think you really have to be in Fire Emblem as much. Or certainly that's not the way I play it mm. and it's and it ends up being generally fine for me. So just that like adjustment of yeah, it is a lot more tactical. It is a lot more having to think about like how you want to approach the battle at the outset mm. rather than just blindly sending all your guys onto the front line and reading the terrain of the map and letting that dictate okay well i'll have to go through this pass right or i can try and create some through line through these mountains here that i can maybe use later and just defend it like you've got to let the terrain matters heaps in each of the different maps yes and yeah. yeah you'll get thrown a, a map or two where there are clear bottlenecks where you're like okay well if i just and, I, you know, you may have bases that are generating units, so mm. you have to be smart about it. Like, don't just send a bunch of weak infantry through this one square, you know, bridge, usually, bottleneck, because they'll just get, keep getting killed and the enemy will advance. You know, you've got to be thinking a, a move ahead. You've got to yep. send a strong tank up there, an artillery there to pick off the enemy units before they, you know, so it's it's very strategic. And, yep. and yes, in, in a way that is unlike, I think, any game that I've played like it. Maybe XCOM, which was less 
about like hero characters and is more about having an army of grunts of of you know tanks like not literally tanks but like big yeah, guys yeah. you yeah. know yeah but that that sort of variety of of unit um but this is yeah less about sort of like taking cover and stuff it's more about yeah uh, geographic sort of planning uh, ahead of time, and like it's a fun. command and conquer or whatever, where it's like sure. I've got to set up my base, but your base will be these cities you go and get, and this. Yes, and because most of the time it's like a lot of no man's land in the middle, where you're both trying to use the same resources there. Yep. Yeah, you want to know which bit you're going for, which bit you'll sacrifice, and 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 so yeah. yeah, yeah. And you've also got uh your commanding officer, which as you progress through the game, you unlock different ones and you can choose to play as them mm. and really the main difference there is that they each have like a different special move that sort of powers up over a number of turns and you'll also when you're in the battles you are fighting against like a specific um enemy commander person who yes. will have their own equivalent version so it might be yeah the main guy that you're facing at the start he's his power is like a blizzard mm. move where it at blankets the map with snow and that then means that you can't move as far um your, Andy repairs he, yes. yeah he kind of yeah. heals everyone um imagine and so, getting beaten in a war by andy <laughs> guy called I know. Andy. not even general andy just i'm <laughs> yeah. andy yeah i've got a spanner i'm, I'm andy man not really that important yeah yeah seeing footage on the news of this global conflict and it's like <laughs> andy versus the cowboy <laughs> <laughs> like um i don't know what, what side am i <laughs> What am I meant to be donating money to? <laughs> yeah, you. There's yeah. There's other ones that are like their power is the, all of their. I think all of their units, or maybe they're just their artillery can like basically shoot anyone on the entire battle screen. Like yeah, super super long range, ranges, yeah. double yeah. turns, like yeah, a bunch of different stuff that you've really got to keep in mind mm. uh, what your enemies want and what your one is because. If you forget what your enemy's one is, move right into where you think their range is, and then mm. the next turn it's suddenly double. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. And a lot of other stuff is included. So, yeah, it's the two uh, the two Game Boy Advance games. There's a build-your-own-maps area. There's a there's multiplayer modes. There's this online play. This stuff was all in, other than online, all in those games. Yeah, too, yeah, like right. You shop to buy new maps, and you could build your own ones and all mm. that stuff. Um, just from looking at the list of stuff in this, it's all from those games other than the ability to do yeah online multiplayer online right. yeah edition. but there's a, a there's a lot of replayability in terms of yeah. the massive once you've games. done the campaign there's just yeah you can sit and come up with competitive versions of these for as long as you want can you download other people's maps that they've come up with good question i haven't I looked into any of that stuff yet to right. be honest no, I've, just I've just been, been doing the campaign, the campaign of the first one and the second one do- isn't initially unlocked is that right I oh, think weird. You, yeah, I, I think, think you, you got to play yeah. a, a certain extent yeah. of the first one. Yeah. yeah. So, so they're kind of treating it like that That campaign is like one game, basically. I mean, yeah. they function that way, kind of. On It'll be strange and interesting to see, because obviously the second one sort of tutorializes you again oh, yeah. towards mm. the start. So if you'll have a weird sort of trough in the yeah. middle where it becomes... Yeah, given that you can't... Uh, given that you literally can't access it from the beginning, there's no way to get into it without having done all the tutorial stuff in one. Mm. I would imagine maybe they've trimmed that out. Yeah, that would make sense. My impression of them is that they're pretty direct mm. uh, remasters here. So, yeah, don't don't know that one. It's cool that... Yeah, that you it's, you know, 20 years old and you guys hadn't played it and it still is good and like a surprise oh. in this way I didn't expect for it to be. Totally, totally. Weirdly, yeah, we've got we had that which was almost a more simplified version of yeah, these sort of tactical strategy games. Mm. And 
I've only played the more modern ones. And going back to it, it I mean, you know, like like I said before, it's chess. Chess is evergreen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. and it look this looks great. It like uh, uh, the performance is good. Like music's great. Music's great. Every every like guy that you're either playing as or fighting against each. Commanding officer oh, has man. their own little theme. I yes. loved the fucking sound of the bass on the Game Boy Advance. Mm. The bass, especially in these games, <laughs> like, fuck, is that still there? Is it real sloppy? Uh, yeah, I would imagine yeah. that they've, I haven't seen any side-by-side stuff, but I would, I would imagine it's one of those things where it's the same tracks, that, but they've like kind of yeah. not full band, but like yeah. kind of spruced them up a as bit. As long as that very, bass is still slapping. Very <laughs> earwormy, very catchy. Yeah, yeah, there was one I was doing last night that was very funky. And then you get like the cool version of the music when you use your power that makes you mm. feel like yeah, you're the yeah, goddamn yeah. king of the battlefield. Yeah. Uh, All the you, can, you can share your online maps and other people. Oh, I see. Oh, cool. So it's, it's got, got a bit of Mario Maker to it. The hand-drawn uh, stuff, I really love. The, that sort of... Cause, the the like battle visuals are a little mobile game ish. They're 3D now. Yeah, very simplified, cartoony 3D. Which and the yeah, the board yeah. is like it does look like a little board game aesthetic. Mm-hmm. They've it, they've kind of gone for something. I do wish they had gone for something a little more. Not not exactly in this style, but like the Link's Awakening mm-hmm. uh, remake where they just completely. They didn't try to like upscale it. It's got it's like a little toy box kind of. It's, it's an yeah. odd middle it's, ground. It's between. sort of gone yes. for something. I kind of wish that they had like picked a a, a specific thing because mm. it does just look like those visuals of the Game Boy Advance ones beefed up and put into 3D. It right. doesn't really look like it's they've kind of come up with it's a, a new identity for it, which is a bit of a shame. And they yeah. had a whole extra year too as well. Because so. to, <laughs> to my eyes, that re- remastered version, which is part of why I wasn't so interested in this one, it's like a step down from the characterful mm. visuals that the original ones had to me. But the, yes, yeah, so you're, all the commanding officers uh, are like hand animated. Like they mm. they look uh, completely different to that Battlefield style. It it's is. got like a yeah. 2D... Uh, animated sort of anime style intro where it's like, yeah. come on, let's go off to war. <laughs> like, which is a bit like, uh. yeah, I can see why you put this back a little bit, maybe then in that case. But like, yeah, the sort of end of battle screen, all the animations that are like, yeah, menu interfacey stuff uh, is really cool. I, I yeah. like it, and it does cool. feel like. It has some character. It is differentiating itself from and yeah, a million other iPad it had you know, a, I do, battle chess yeah. games. It had a great style back mm. in the day. I do too, overall so. like it. I Yeah, it would have been cool if it had gone for, like, yeah, a little more in that direction of that sort of toy boxy yeah, look. I, I agree, think yeah. would have been fun. But, like, it still does have a bit of that, which is which is probably where my issue comes from. But, like, right. yeah, the, the it, it's cool, like, selecting a little uh, square and then you... Your little tank going, like, yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. kind of rattling along up yeah, the road. Um, yeah. it, it's it's very charming. It's very cute. It, it it is cool that they've. I do think I I do like that they've lent into. It's very like the um the grid that you're looking at. They haven't tried to make it look like right. a a real environment or anything like that. Like Fire Emblem still tries to be like mm. it's, it's top field. down, but you're yeah. looking at an actual. And they do have that thing in the new one where you then go and run around the space in 3D. This is very like you're looking at, you know, the, a city is like represented by 
one little high-rise building on yes. a block. Yeah. And yes. also the edge of the, the board is like, mm. it just goes into nothingness. There's yeah. no like edge of a map that's just like... Like the real world, like the f- <laughs> how the earth is flat and there's an edge. Yeah. yeah, It does look like it's a little board that's sitting on a table. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it was always cool. Like it... it, it uh, Makes front and center the fact that you're right. It's a little more chessy mm. than some of these, and uh, it's a cool thing that it still works for people coming to it fresh now. That's good. Big to hear. time, big time. If yeah. you are, yeah, like us, uh, Tommy and I, and missed this era of this kind of game, it 100% holds up. Is maybe even more to a certain taste than yeah than those more recent ones. It's it's. I I really enjoy it. And it's mm. it's also very likely that you've been dabbling in this sort of stuff more lately. Mm. You know, if you picked up a Mario Rabbids or if you've only recently gone in on a Fire Emblem, like one you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this. It's a different slightly different type of flavor, yeah. but I think it's worth checking out because I, I do think it's well, with the delays and everything and with the fact that it's yet another remaster, I do think it probably has gone under the radar a bit for a lot of people by the time it's finally come out. So mm. Yeah, check it out. Fun game. Check it out. Check well, it out. Well, it may have gone under the radar a little bit because it was released on the exact same day as another big AAA action mm. RPG game that I played called Dead Island 2. Okay. Now, Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for pausing <laughs> just to really let that hang out there. Uh, I played Dead Island 1 back in the day. I believe it was developed by a different developer. Yes. Because this one has now uh, gone through nine years of development hell and changed developers three times. The original Dead Island is the same people who now make Dying Light. Yes, that's right. Yes. Which uh, I think I preferred that Dying Light too. But this game is very much in the same mold as Dead Island 1. It is an exciting silly, light-hearted version of the zombie apocalypse game. Yep. Right. It is uh, semi-open world. The the sort of, each section is open and, and explorable, but you sort of like, you'll get to the end and you'll, you know, press square on the gate and it'll go into a loading screen. And now you're into a different part of L or I was going to say LA, but it's actually called LA in this game. Whoa, dude. Uh, That's uh, the kind of tone you can expect from oh Dead Island my, 2. Wait. Los Hang Angeles. On. I don't think they do that one. That is a mistrick. Yeah, yeah. What is this, the opening credits of a Simpsons Halloween episode? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that is the vibe. And so, the yeah, city it opens. of Slangels. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, this is all. They've just said LA over and over and over again in the game. So, that never. Once like a, a, a what Holly weird? <laughs> no, that's no. a pretty good one. I just came up with. Yeah, yeah. I yep. don't know if I'd use that one. Um, but yeah, it, it's very California. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Um, Scare Town, USA. Yep. Um, San Fran Zombie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right. Malibu. You're doing Ooh, real ones. Yeah. We switched mode into doing stupid ones yeah. deliberately. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be stupid, what's but I guess I just uh, can't help myself. And what's stupid about San Fran Zombie? <laughs> uh, it's so yeah. It it feels a little bit of a throwback style of game. You get intro to this sort of uh, crumbling apocalyptic, you know, zombie apocalypse, LA uh, with apocalyptic apocalypse. God damn, this sounds scary. I'm telling you, it's LA. Yeah. yeah, it's LA. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's sort of like yeah, montage characters going through a bunch of weird shit, de- like escaping stuff, 
ending up on this uh, evacuation plane and the character selection screen is like, you know, they're sitting, you know, in airplane seats and you sort of, you know, left and right, like, oh, this is this character. They have these strengths and weaknesses. And so you get to choose between about six, I think. uh, And then you choose one and the plane crashes and you're in LA and you got to survive. And it's driven forward by a bit of a story, a bit of a like, okay, you find these people, they got a safe place, go to the safe place. And then you're, and I don't know if you guys saw this in any of the trailers or anything, but the conceit is that you are immune from the zombie virus. Right. Does that remind you of any other zombie games hmm. or sh- TV shows? Uh, Hell A Law? I'll just tell you. You guys won't get it. It's it's The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh. Which is, it feels really weird to make the whole sort of like crux of the game be like yeah you're immune from the zombie virus and you gotta go and like help people and find it's like that's the only piece of zombie media they've consumed and so they yeah. assume that that's just a trope of all of them well, you've yeah. only got, there's always a person that's completely immune right yeah you've only got the three options though of either you're immune you're normal or you've got it and you've got to manage that right mm. right like far cry 2 you have malaria and it's very far cry 2 maybe even three, not so much the later ones Mm. where it's like a huge massive open world where there's like side gigs and shit to pick up and stuff. But it's, it's a little more two and three where you're picking up a lot of stuff. That's like scrap that you're crafting uh, and you're picking up yeah new destructible weapons all the time. Uh, And that's, I guess the other thing about it, it's, it's a bit of a throwback first person RPG, but it's also just a melee combat game. Right. And first person melee, it's not it's not enjoyable. I I don't know if you guys can think of an example where Well, Dead Island One, you were swinging the stick to swing your weapon in that direction. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Is it is it not doing that? No, still? it's just right trigger. That's interesting. It's just right trigger and you hold it down Sounds real boring. Yeah, left trigger to uh, like aim and you can throw your weapon, which right. has been in, you know, like Skyrim, like it's in a bunch of shit. Um and that being the core of the gameplay is not fun. Right. It, it isn't fun to hold press right trigger over and over again to swing a baseball bat and hopefully get the zone, the hitbox that is the zombie's head because that does a bit more damage. Like right. it's just it's just not fun. It's a lot of crowd control, it's a lot of you like backing away, hitting R2, swinging your slowly destroying, you know, baseball bat or plank yeah. of wood and it's just, it's not, there's a reason shooting is in almost every game. It is an, uh, a satisfying and fun, challenging form of gameplay, mm. especially in an, a first-person game. There's a reason melee weapons are generally left to, you're out of ammo or yep. the very beginning. Yes. You know, it's like, oh God, I mean, this is fine, but Which Jesus so Christ, I need a gun. Because yeah. in, in, you know, your Elden's ring and whatever, Mm-hmm. It's all melee all the time, and you know, unless you're using a bow. Mm-hmm. But and it's fun as hell. But so that's a third person game. It's just odd that that perspective change has such a big difference. Like it definitely does. There aren't yes. that many. Like I remember Breakout on the original Xbox being an early one where people were like, oh damn, oh no, Breakdown. I mean, Breakdown, yeah, where you could punch and people were like it's first person melee. This is great. Like Breakout's not first person at all. Well, you're looking at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, you're but also, like it's also just the f- the like the the setting. 
Like Elden Ring is mm. it's sort of like medieval-ish sort of Dark fantasy. fantasy yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're swinging a sword around. It's like the things that people know about the zombie, you know, if you've ever watched a zombie movie or, or seen any kind of zombie media, mm. it's like, yeah, I want to fucking get the shoddy out and blow their heads. Exactly. You know what I mean? To like not exactly. give people the, when that's the format is like, yeah, I mean, I can't fault Elden Ring for not having a gun in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like first person, first person combat with melee as a focus. Yeah, you're right. Like almost never works. Almost never. Skyrim, the combat is obviously it's key to the game. Skyrim, Oblivion, you know, Morrowind, but it is also um, it's first person because it's an immersive RPG, and mm. you can also do spells and shit in those games, and it's also about exploration. And the sword swinging in that is famously not liked. Yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. So it gets away with it rather yeah. than it being like uh, important enough to be the crux of the game, which this is. It is. Exploration, picking up a bunch of shit in abandoned houses, Last of Us style, but it is also walking down the street and hitting zombies with in, uh, planks. In, in, in smallish areas, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, not huge. Like, still there's enough to explore, but it is... And I guess it's a series of areas that have a different sort of aesthetic and personality to them, which is good. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I guess, why they have to load in a bunch of new assets and stuff like that, so that's why it's broken down, but... Um, yeah, it, it, there's just nothing about it that is really, really good. So like visually it's fine, you know, it is a modern game. It's a modern first person game. So it looks very nice mm. and the design is, you know, um, uh, comparable enough to real LA that you're like, oh yeah, I recognize that. Oh, it's that kind of, you know, house, that, you know, architecture style Yeah, and it's covered in blood and there's zombies everywhere, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't have a real drive to explore it. And while the characters are like good enough and the dialogue is good enough, it's not uh, a thrilling and engaging story. It's just like not um, off-putting, you know? It's Again, like, okay, zombies yeah. are just like the most, you know, we've sort of got everything from, yeah. you know, like high art, very nuanced characterization of Last of Us mm. to just bombastic, stupid action movie Resident Evil 4. Right. Like, anything and else that's coming along is just going to fall somewhere in the middle of that. And mm. literally those two and that same thing was the case nine years ago when they started making this game mm. yeah. too, you know? So this is out of time in 2014, Yes. Uh, let alone now. It's bizarre that it's come out. It's cool, I guess. You yeah. know, like it's, it's a different thing to what it w- was going to be. For obviously. sure, for sure. And I guess, yeah, that first one was like, um, it was a bit more heavy on the like humor than uh, a Resident Evil, the, you know? Like, the co op element of that in particular mm-hmm. at the time was a big. Like, yeah, you can get four people palling around in the zombie world. Mm. Smashing people's heads off. And, is that you know, back for this? You might not yes, have tried it. it but okay. I haven't, but it is. Yeah, 100% is. And I think, yeah, a lot of the early reviews, it wasn't available yet. So there wasn't right. a bunch of talk about that. But yeah, co-op's there. And you can just drop in and, you know, you and your friend can throw fuel on a zombie and, you know, push it into a fire. Like, you yeah. know, all that stuff's there. All of the animation of like the, you know, uh, uh, what would you call it? violence gore yeah is very detailed and i've seen that be lauded by people but i don't know like i guess that's maybe who this game is for people who see you know a dawn of the dead and are like whoa the zombie's head got fucking blown up yeah right. the horror movie gore thing i've never mm. really been a p- but there are lots of people who like it's slapstick comedy you know yeah like, I get it. and so in terms of just overall <laughs> 
functionally, it works. All the controls are very logical. They're very similar to every other game of right. this type. Removing having guns, you know, it's it makes a lot of sense. You can jump straight into it. It's, there's no confusing sort of like mechanics or controls. And if you love the idea of getting a, a couple of mates on co-op and, yeah, hitting zombies with pool cues, right. yep. it's probably worth a crack, but it's just so middle of the road and it's very, yeah, old-fashioned in a lot of ways. Right. I just can't see myself playing it beyond the first, you know, five hours or so. Sure. I'm not surprised to hear any of this. It's, yeah. yeah. It's it, it real one of those, like truck stop cheeseburger types of games yeah. where it's like it yeah. you're not like going to drive out to the fucking truck stop but if you're on a drive and it's the equivalent of which is it's 90% off on a sale yeah, why yeah. not yes. it seems like it's a real broken. classic sevener where it's yeah. like not doing anything that remarkably yeah. but the person who loves it it's going to be their game of the year you know what I mean yeah probably it's like you probably. always find people riding so much harder for a seven than you do for really anything else yeah. <laughs> yes and I'd, I'd call those ones a five <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that's it. Like I can't. Like I don't really have any like strong criticisms against any particular aspect. Yeah, Is and the... if you want to play a melee first person, you know, action role playing game then this is probably going to appeal to you. It just doesn't appeal well, see, to yeah, me. It's like sometimes the worst thing you can say about a game is that other games exist. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, why would why I play would this you, yeah. when I could play, Yes, you know. Is the writing and stuff and the acting all fine? Because in the trailers and everything, it was clearly going for a bit of a attitude tone. It It is, surprisingly. It's not like, uh, yeah, frustratingly hacky, like a lot of stuff has been lately that's tried to be humorous. Like mm. it kind of is funny in, okay. in parts. And also there are such actually distinct characters, you know, it's not like the criticism of the MCU is that everyone talks like Robert Downey Jr. Mm. This is not that this it, like people are from different parts of the world. People have different personalities. So I'm from LA. I'm from LA. I'm from bloody London, mate. I'm from, uh, I've uh, come in on the plane. Uh, <laughs> uh, la- uh well, London's hard. <laughs> yeah. That's, I love that. LA. And then just, I oh, just from London straight yeah. up. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Scamingham. Yeah. Ooh, Close enough. Okay. I'm from S sucks your blood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, so overall, you know, it's probably better than a seven because nothing about it is bad. Uh, it's just not a game that I'm going to keep playing, right? And I and I refuse to apologize for that. Uh, something Until being you... bored, even boring, even or like just uninteresting, even if it's technically there, though. Mm. Mm. I reckon we're talking five town. Okay, yeah. but numbers are also stupid. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you a game that I'm thinking I'm going to play through to perhaps completion. Okay, based on a little demo that uh, dropped this week. Yes, Street. Fighter 6. There's a video of us having a real quick look at it. If you're on Patreon, it's up now. It'll be out uh, next week, if not. Yes. Uh, Character creator, we fucked around and made the most uh, visually unsettling person. (laughs) Yeah. This cunny came straight out of an Ari Aster movie. Yeah. (laughs) And then tried to zoom through to the point where we could buy clothes. (laughs) Yes. And we're only allowed to buy one hat, but there's a little bit of a prescribed hat. We didn't even get option of what. Hat. Mm. Yeah, go have a look at the demo for yourself, though. It's only on PS4 and 5 right now and is coming to other platforms, I think, next week. Right. Or but something we did like that, that. did it together for that video, and then I went and had a bit of a fuck around nice, myself. Yeah. I made my yes, little. Yes, me too. You can't, your progress isn't carried over, but you can uh, import the character that you make in the demo yes. into the full game. It's got which world, I intend to do. World Tour, which is their 
sort of open worldy single player story mode thing. It's Yakuza. Let's be honest. It's it's, it's sort of basically Yakuza. Two D fighter. Yeah, Yakuza, instead of, sort of fighting in the world, which in Yakuza it sort of cuts off. You know the the rest of the the people when you're in the fighting, but yeah. it is more three D beat 'em up. Whereas this is the same philosophy, except when you start a fight, it's two D Street Fighter. And style. It's goofy, and the main game will have an arc- a traditional arcade mode with right. like a cutscene at the end, I believe. Yep. And you can also do versus stuff in this demo, and like practice fighting. Yes. Sort yeah. of thing. But, but yeah, uh, I was most interested to see what this World Tour thing is because mm. that's the big uh, that's the big change, and the other big change is that. Uh, there's now an option to play it sort of Smash Brothers style where you're not having to do some wacky-ass input to do a special move. Right. It's all just registered to one button plus up, left, right, down, and yeah. you do all your different special attacks. You've got a light, a medium, and a heavy attack that will be punches or kicks depending on context or another input or mm. something. I'm still not mm. clear on that. Because yeah. normally it's traditional Street Fighter is six buttons, yep. light, medium, heavy for punch and kick. Yep. Uh, and then combinations of those and using the stick to wiggle a quarter circle forwards mm. to do your Hadoukens and whatever. But you've got a triangle button now mm-hmm. is your special attack and the direction you're pressing plus that button will dictate which special attack you do. Yeah. Same, yeah, a lot like Smash Brothers. Then on the shoulder buttons, you've got these like other sort of bigger attacks yeah, that are like a parry sort of thing and then a, a, a different type of punch sort of guy. <laughs> yep. I'm still not exactly clear on so it, what those yeah, are. It's a, on paper, it sounded like they'd really simplified it back, but this this style does have its own complexities to it hmm. in the same way that, yeah, Smash does. It's like, yeah, it's not asking you to do crazy inputs and hmm. that stuff is still in there if that's the, you know, if you're one of those people who froths on that stuff. But like that plus the combination of having a, a bit more of a robust single player story mode does. It's cool that they've done this big thing of like, hey, let's get people in who've always liked the style and vibe of these things, but have never been able to engage with them much beyond just picking it up and just right. mashing the buttons and not really knowing what they're doing. Because it's the same thing ultimately. Like when you're good enough at Street Fighter, it's not a question of whether or not you'll be able to mechanically put in a Hadouken. Right. Because yeah. it's a quarter circle forward that you've done a million times and push in whichever level of punch you want. Like mm-hmm. you're on a level playing field still because what you're actually doing is predicting your opponent and countering them and all of that stuff. And having like, fast reflexes. That actual, that's where the complexity is for that and all the mechanical stuff uh, above a certain level of being good at it becomes irrelevant. It's can just you, an input. Yeah. Can you switch to a different controller? You can do input both. Yeah, 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 okay. So I assume that will probably still be used for esports and shit. And people who've just done it that way forever, they prefer it like that. Yes, you don't want to relearn it. Yep. Um, so it's got the traditional thing there, but I think it just makes total sense to have mm. this simplified version of it where you get to just engage in the more, I guess, tactical elements of a fighting game. Well, mm-hmm. after this long too, I mean, Street Fighter's been around for so long. It's also one of the most recognisable brands in gaming that is going to make a lot of money no matter what. But it's cool It's cool of them to just go like, no, oh, we, mm. we got the space to be able to like mix it up and mm. you know do stuff that's going to maybe bring in some new people rather than being... Completely cool. set in our ways and just being like, oh, we can just churn out, just put four new characters in. and Yeah, because you've still got to learn your full move set and like what each one does. And like it, it, there's still a lot of a very high ceiling there. Mm. Yeah. The same level of height as someone, like you just don't have to bother with learning this kind of outdated arcade version sure. of what you were doing. So and it's cool. Yeah, mm. the uh, the character creator, very robust. A lot yeah. of freedom in there. We yeah, I made a I made a little 
A guy with <laughs> yeah. a big gut. He's completely wide and flat-chested, big yes. gut, yeah. fat ass, um, bowl haircut so you can't <laughs> see his eyes and big beard. Yeah. And uh, I'm sticking with him. God, he's, he's my little guy. I haven't. I'm gonna make a few. I reckon I'm gonna have a little experiment. Yeah. I don't. I'll probably, yeah, pick a pick something to model it on. I haven't got there yet. Though. I'm keen to. So you can go look at your like recipe list after you make a character, and it will show you just a screen with all the settings. Oh yeah. I think for the purposes of sharing that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna wait for someone else to make a really good version of a character I want to play. <laughs> right. And steal that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, idea. yeah. 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 So yeah, check it out. Check out the demo. Uh, it's fun. Excited it's to a play good it. time. Yeah. Excited to see that concept of the world tour thing. Seems like it's pretty dense and pretty. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Seems like they've pulled it off. Yeah, I'm really excited for that game too. The fighting is a good time. Yeah, mm. and there's seemingly going to be a ton in there. It looks nice. Yeah, I'm I'm keen to play it in like a fucking just over a month. Yeah. yeah yes. This year. Yeah. Well, train's coming uh, towards us. Get on the YouTube if you want to see us playing through that. And yeah, uh, yeah head to filthycasuals.com.au if you want to get the links to everything else that we have going on. Yeah, you can read Nox's review of Dredge there. Yep. Uh, I wrote up, yeah, my thoughts on Dead Island 2 if you want to go back and remind yourself of what I said on this podcast. Yeah. And we're going to be doing... to share that stuff around hey. on websites and whatever too if you want. We'd love that. We're going to be doing more of it as well. Well, yep. kind of like it's a fun to do and be doing some things to you know share the love. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm going real hippie mode this year. <laughs> That's wanna, my feeling. We want to. Oh, what's the word? As broad a tent as possible, right? But mm. With cool sleeping inside of it. <laughs> still, <laughs> no, it's a circus tent. Yeah, just trying out some new stuff. Yeah, yeah, bit of fun. Well, thanks very much for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Um, <laughs> uh, peace to the world Stop war They shouldn't have released Advance Wars 1 and 2 It's yeah. still wrong of them Man the AI is never going to be able to compete I know How do I forget every fucking time An AI would be able to do it Oh possum spit Hi I'm Daniel Founder of Pretty Litter Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way After losing my cat Gingy So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.